welcome to another episode of the Extra Point. Sorry we, sorry we missed last week, but we are back now. And last week was just a busy week for us, wasn't it, Bobby? Yeah, it was. Yeah, guests in town. Um, yes, we uh, went to the Jags game. We did. You know, that Sunday beforehand, Matt, our co-host, or, was um, here in town as well. We had a really good time at that Jags game. Yeah. It really wasn't the most entertaining game in the world, to be honest with you. No, but it was a good time. But the tailgate and all that was way more entertaining than the game. Absolutely. I'll be honest with that. Yeah, well, it's always fun when you get to tailgate with a uh, former Coach Michigan you. star. Yeah, yeah. Coach Sward is there, second all-time leading tackler for the University of Michigan, and um, played with the uh, Colts and the Raiders. Total of six years in the NFL. It's always good seeing him. He's going to be on our show here in a little while, too. I mean, not today, but not yet, in, yeah. in close future. Yep. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Matt couldn't uh, be with us today. He's kind of in uh, the uh, rehabilitation center for teams right now uh, with his one and six Falcons, the Atlanta Braves, the way they were. He told me to make sure to get that out to everybody and that they heard that this week. We're going to do a wellness uh, <laughs> check on his ass this week. Oh, man. you already know. We're gonna. It's going to have to be multiple, I think. I think you're going to need multiple. I would have been in that same boat. The Cowboys uh, would have had a rough game on Sunday night. That would have been four in a row for us. Hey, so, yeah, I would have been in that situation. Well, same way with me and, uh, me and Jacksonville, especially after the week prior. You know, we had the Jalen Ramsey trade. And then going up to the Bengals and taking a loss right there, yeah, you would have probably been um, – Could have been devastating. A little upset there, yeah. Yep, very much. And then not to mention that, we also have both of our teams in the World Series on top of everything else. Oh, yeah. Nationals versus Astros. Bobby, yeah. you're Nationals, obviously, and yeah. uh, I'm Astros fan. So it's going to be a hell of a matchup. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be a long uh, week for sure. Uh, definitely during the week for me work-wise. You know, these games, these baseball games, they can last up to like four hours. So yes. there's going to be some late nights. The only good thing about tonight, Scherzer's on the mound. The one thing I love about Scherzer since I was a season ticket holder there, I used to love going to those games. A lot of times he has short games because he hurries up. You know, well, not like only boom, that, boom, yeah, boom, yeah boom, you have it so. actually on both sides too. You have it's, Scherzer and you have Cole on the Cole other side. They're, yep. they're kind of quick workers and all that. Cole yep. hasn't lost a game since uh, May 22nd of this year. Yeah, so. and he, yeah, it, yeah. I think his record is what 20 and five. Uh, it's 20. Well, I don't know what it is for on the season at the moment off the top of my head, but I, I think, know he's 22 and 0 in his last like 26 starts. Yeah. So it's wow. You know, obviously, you have those no decision games, stuff like that. Should be a good series, though. Yep. I'll tell you what, though, man. That um, Altuve, I was <sighs> I stayed up for that. My dad's a big too. Yankees fan, man, and five foot six, hundred and thirty eight pound guy was just he just launched that. And I love the pillars in the outfield that yes. they have over there in Houston. Yes. He just launched it, and it was a. I was hoping we play the Yankees because I really do think that we would have had a better shot against the Yankees if mm-hmm. we were to Houston, you know. Right. But um, regardless, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, we'll go ahead and get back into the football side of things. Let's go ahead and talk some trades real quick. We'll start out with the Jalen Ramsey trade. Uh, Jalen Ramsey going to the Rams, played his first game against the Falcons this week. Um, thoughts on it? It was a necessary move. Um, I preached a lot of times about how he would come back and play. I felt like that was the situation, and I think Shad Khan felt the same way until they had talks later that week. And I think uh, Shad Khan kind of lost it when he started missing that one practice. Or well, uh, the, the, what do you quote? He said something no, about No, so like, Shad Khan, uh, he was fine with everything, and they, I guess they had a heart-to-heart. Uh, earlier that week where they had sat and talked to each other and he was pretty confident that he was going to play even going as far as saying they will play that he will play this weekend and um, he ended up uh, not playing even though three doctors cleared him three separate doctors uh, non-biased opinions cleared him to play he did not play he got traded Uh, he was traded to the Rams the Rams were in play along with the Eagles and uh, a couple other teams Uh, the Rams offered the most the two first round picks the 20 and the 2021 pick um, and then the uh, 2024th over uh, fourth round pick. So uh, good good trade for both teams, I'd say. You know the Rams get a playmaking cornerback who will do just about anything in the man position and can also play zone as well. Can get up front and do well. And Jacksonville's got some building pieces for the future. I uh, heard about uh, looking at some potential cornerbacks out of LSU. Uh, yeah. 
I'm sure you know a little bit more about them on the college side than I do, but there there is some talent that they are scouting in order to uh, to fill that void. Trey Herndon played great this weekend. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, the other trades you had, you had Mohamed Sanu going to the New England Patriots. He's. I thought the Patriots got – I'm sorry. I thought the Atlanta got some pretty good value from I, him, though, as a second-round pick. I said the exact yeah. same thing to Matt earlier today. We talked yeah. about it. I asked him how I felt about it. Um, you know, he, he, he agreed as well. I believe, you know, the second round pick, that's a, that's a really good thing. Oh, I, in a mil- I, I would have never thought it. I was, no. to be honest with you, I was thinking maybe like a fifth round pick or something. Well, yeah. Or and something then, like then, that, then you know? and then you see later in the day, Emmanuel Sanders, he gets shipped to, uh, to the San Francisco, to the undefeated, uh, 49ers. Did you know any numbers on that trade though? Like what he yeah. got traded for? Um, I didn't see it. I just saw so the headlines. It was, so it was him and a fifth round pick from the Broncos for a third and fourth round pick from the 49ers. Okay. So All right. pretty decent trade, I, yeah. I believe, as well, considering you're picking up a 32-year-old in the last year of his contract. Uh, I'd, I'd say it was a good move by the 49ers in a win-now situation. i say right. it's a great move for well, building. Well, two undefeated teams today made big moves. You yep. know? Yeah. They're, I mean, obviously, this point of time in the season right now, you have championship on your mind. Yeah. So and, and they I want mean, to make that move before the trade, de- trade deadline. Yeah. So. I'll say Robbie made a good point earlier today. I was talking to him as well. Look at it. You have the two uh, quarterbacks from new England that are undefeated right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have Garoppolo who Belichick really wanted to hang on to. Right. And then you have Tom Brady, who's just been, you know, doing what he's got to do, but he's been lifted up by a fantastic, potentially historic defense this season. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. We'll definitely talk about that in the show as well. We also had one late trade on the day. Uh, yeah, you I think it was. Um, let me see here. It was the uh, the Lions. Uh, here, real quick. Um, the Lions acquired uh, safety Briggs from. Um, actually, I'm sorry. The Lions traded Quandre, uh, Diggs. Quandre Diggs. Yes, their safety uh, to the Seattle Seahawks. Um, they have any information on? Uh... Yeah, I mean, you know, the, you know, Lions. You know, uh, Diggs is a starting safety for them, and they traded him um, over to Seattle, who does need a little bit of secondary help. Um, for a uh, 2021 seventh round pick and um, exchange for a 2020 fifth round pick. So, you know, nothing, you know, nothing like the previous two trades or whatnot, but no, just somebody, no. a team that's definitely building depth on an area of need. So we still have another week uh, roughly until the end of the yeah. deadline. Yeah. So. Yes, we do. So we expect a lot more for sure. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> standings as, as such, uh, after the end of the week, we'll go over our games here in just a second. I want to throw out these standings real quick because, Bobby, you were holding on to that lead, but it is starting to – starting to dwindle. Yes, it, it is. is. Yep. Uh, you had a 9-5 and five week. Uh, Matt and myself, we had 10-4 and four overall weeks, uh, taking us both to 60-46 and 46 on the season. You still do lead uh, with a 67-39 and 39 record. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right now me and you are both tied 6-1 and one on locks. Matt is 5-2. and two. Okay. okay. Uh, so – well, uh, we're seeing if we, me and Matt, yeah, we're, can make uh, more ground. Let's see. I mean, are we at a half point right now, yeah, or is end, next week after these picks? After these the, will be the halfway picks. It'll be halfway through the season. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna and try. I'm and, sure we'll do something like a playoff pool too. You know. For oh, sure. absolutely. Comes around I'm gonna try and time. do a uh, power ranking for uh, after uh, this set of games this weekend. Oh yeah, we can, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, I'm in. Wrong opinion on that. Absolutely. Yeah, because I, I wasn't really happy on ESPN. Oh, uh, I don't know if you saw me. I tweeted it out. Yeah. Well, I saw when you tweeted it, and then I went and looked at it, and I'm like. Hold on, man. There's a lot of little biasism. Yeah, there was a, there was a lot of ones I, on that. I just didn't agree with, and it wasn't just them. You know, the more I read into it, there's just some absolutely crazy ones. You can see a lot of the pundits and the people that were, you know, picking the Browns to be really high. They're they're pulling a they're pulling a Chicago Bears and trying to hold on like they're trying to hold on to Trubisky with the Browns. The Browns yeah. they don't want to put them under twenty, and it, it's it's kind of flabbergasting because they're not playing well and they're just kind of staying up there because of talent. You saw, I saw Pittsburgh a little higher than they should be. 
Um, there were some other teams that I just did not. Detroit, I think, was another one of them. I just didn't agree how high they were. I think it was a little over the top. I mean, just because you've been in a whole bunch of games, you know, I mean, doesn't kind of give yeah. me that respect and all that. But. Yeah, I only saw one that I really liked, and it was from the Athletic. Um, the Athletic had a pretty pretty decent power ranking. I liked theirs. I think theirs was probably on point. Uh, the rest of them very, very, very off. I just was again shocked. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I just didn't see. No, I agreed I, when I saw that. I agreed with a few things too as well. So uh, let's go ahead and go over, because we also had some big injury news. Let's go over some games this past week. Uh, if you watched the Thursday night game, the Kansas City Broncos game, you saw Patrick Mahomes did go Obviously, down. Obviously, that was a major headline of the game. Huge Absolutely. headline, and, yep. and a headline throughout the weekend as well, yep. even to Monday. you know, it, it, I feel like it altered some people's game plans with QB sneaks, because well, it was it all it was also lost about. me in my fantasy league, too, because he's my fantasy quarterback. But uh, before you touch base on that, did you see when he injured his knee, though, how was I, it dislocated, and they popped it right back I did, in? on the field. I think that actually might have saved him for a lot of time this year because um, apparently the report is right now that is after the MRI, it's not as serious as they originally thought it was. Mm-hmm. It was a dislocation. I think they're saying either three to four weeks, Yep. plus they have a bye week. So, I mean, we probably won't see him for another six weeks or so, but he'll be there hopefully healthy to finish out the last three games of the season going into the playoffs. Yeah, and they lose him at a really bad moment because they're going up against an excellent uh, Green Bay team this week. So, yeah. it was a rough time to lose them if you're going to lose you know, somebody like that. Matt Moore is going to be stepping in and taking over because Chad Henney got hurt in the preseason. I believe he is on the eight-week IR and should be returning sometime between the uh, time that Mahomes is out. Yeah. So we'll, we'll yeah. see what happens. Moore stepped in decently. You know, I mean, yeah, he really he did didn't great. do anything fancy. He just did what he had to do to keep Ten, the lead and win the game. A good game plan by Andy Reid, the quarterback guru. 10 for 17, 117 yards and a touchdown for Moore. He did good. They made sure to, you know – Get the run game involved a little bit. I would have liked to see it a little bit more with LaShawn McCoy, but he did get 12 rushes for 64 yards. Uh, so a good game by him. Tyreek Hill, of course, you know, he went off three receptions, 74 yards. Kelsey. That's two weeks in a row now since he's been back. Man, the guy's explosive. Yeah, he's definitely going to get one again. Expected yep. to continue, especially with, uh, with with Mahomes being out. He's going to be a heavily used weapon in this offense for sure. Um, but they, they kind of steamroll over the, the uh, Denver Broncos 30-6, to six, and I think that's what's begun the uh, fire sale of trades. And, and I, I look for more to come potentially from Denver. Uh, I, don't yeah, think- I was, you know, I, I picked, I didn't mean to interrupt, I, I kind of picked this game. I think I was the only one that picked this between me, you, and Matt. But um, I was expecting to see a little bit more out of Denver coming oh, off a yeah. two-game winning streak. You know, they had I a good too. first drive. They looked like they were moving the ball well. But mm-hmm. after that, everything just went downhill. And it just seemed like they were just three and out punting the whole time and – yeah, they couldn't gain any momentum. The run game got essentially shut down. Uh, they ran, you know, a little over three-yard averages. Then you had uh, uh, Joe Flacco go 21 for 34. He didn't throw a touchdown, but he, and he didn't throw a pick. But, you know, it, it, that's what you're getting out of Flacco, and I think that's why a lot of people really question John O's decision to get him in, in the first place. Right. It just didn't seem like they did enough to actually, you know, put themselves in position to be in this ball game. Right. It, it was it, almost there toward the end that they just didn't want to get blown out. And, yeah. You're exactly right. It, it – it, it was just ugly. It doesn't look good for Fangio and Co. Like it, it was just a rough showing for them. I, I think they're in the precipice of entering tank mode now. Um, I, do you fight a couple more weeks with Mahomes being out and hope that you can get back into it? Because I think if they would have won this game, we're having a different conversation right now. And Manuel Sanders is still a Bronco. I agree. I can agree on that fact right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they did want to keep him for one more week. I would add. Uh, they wanted to keep him for the indie game, but uh. 
San Francisco wanted him for the Carolina game, so it was like you want these picks, you give us to him now. You know, you give and him, you're gonna get you'll get better value early on right now than you probably will next week. You know, like exactly. Right before, so I and think they, that's just kind of their mindset. And they got a good deal in the end of the day. You know, they, they did get yeah. a good deal for Emmanuel Sanders moving forward. I mean, so he's that, a guy. He's not been lighting up the stat line like he did about three or four years ago. You know, the last couple of years he hasn't really produced to what he has in the past. So I think that was a fair trade. Yeah, so look for uh, Cortland Sutton and uh, Deshaun Hamilton to be the leading receivers right now on that yeah. team. Uh, we'll see where what goes forward. Got to be a, a bad feeling if you're Joe Flacco trying to go over there and prove something, and it's just not working out for you. Um, we'll start with the Sunday games. First one, the undefeated San Francisco 49ers get the W versus Washington in a very ugly bad weather game. The Mud Bowl is what it was called. Uh, I think Richard Sherman quoted that one. Uh, they, I know they had fun playing it, though. All the players oh, did. they had a yeah. blast. I'm sure. Did you see, um, what was it? Uh, I can't remember if it was Kerrigan that went flying across the ground trying to get to a Garoppolo, and he just slid across, just, reaching out for him. It was either him or Bosa. I can't remember which I, one. I think Bosa had a sack, and then after the sack, he just did the Superman and just kind of slid in the mud and the rain and all that, but it was just one of those games that, you know, the Redskins, you know, it was, what, three field goals, I think, won the game. It was yep. 0-0 going into late in the third quarter. Uh, obviously, the weather played a huge factor. San Francisco couldn't get anything going on offense. The Redskins couldn't get really much going on offense. Redskins' defense played well. I mean, uh, obviously, you know, the weather, you know, kind of um, helped them out a little bit. It was on their side. But looking at the numbers right now, and Jimmy Garoppolo was 12 for 21 for 151 yards, one interception. Tevin Coleman, 20 carries, 62 yards. And Breida had bumped off a few good runs as yeah. well. Um, and But, I mean, again, like you said, it was one of those games where the weather dictated the game, and it was who could hang around longer and get closer to field goal range to win right. it. Um, yeah. 49ers, great job keeping it in the game, but I think this was a, a sign of them, regardless of the weather, that we need some more offensive firepower, and that's why they went after Sanders. Correct. Yep. So, 49ers, uh, they move on, continue undefeated. Washington, uh, still having a rough season. Another one of those bottom dwellers that you just don't see doing a whole lot, maybe going in again to tank mode. Yeah, just, you know, fighting for a high draft pick and addressing their needs. Yep. Uh, Arizona, New York Giants. Yeah, Danny Dimes versus Kyler Murray. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty pretty fun little matchup. Uh, Arizona comes I, yeah, I didn't watch victory. much of this. I saw some of the highlights, but, um, you know, you're talking about two of the top ten picks in the uh, draft this year going at it, uh, rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, and, and although the uh, the Cardinals did come away with the win here, I do need to see a little bit more out of Kyler Murray. I mean, 14 for 21 for 104 yards. Isn't They're just kind of keeping it simple and safe for him right now. It just seems it like, you ridiculously know. ridiculously vanilla. Yeah. Just don't turn the ball over and we're but good. But what about Chase Edmonds, though, running back yes. for, um, yeah, 12 carries for no, – I'm sorry, 27, 27 carries, yeah. 126 yards and three touches. Yeah, the kid was a beast. He, I mean, he led this team in losing Johnson. I mean, he's going to be the, the ball carrier going for it, and he's going to be, I, I think, pretty good. Uh, I know you didn't yep. play against him, particularly strong defense uh, out of New York, but it excellent, excellent game by him. Uh, other than that, that was about all you had out of that. Danny Dimes, I mean, he he was not very dime like twenty uh, twenty two for thirty five, two twenty three, a touchdown and a pick. Saquon, you know, he's got his four yard average. I need more out of Saquon. I don't know if I'm throwing the ball thirty five times if if I'm that offense or or you should not be. Well, I mean, their key to success in winning ball games is obviously keeping their opponent's defense off the field, and actually they're going to live and die by Saquon. So obviously, maybe right. they were just kind of easing him in from his injury, his high ankle sprain, which I think he came back amazingly early from. Yes, So they limit him to 18 carries because obviously when that guy plays, he's a 25-plus carry guy a game. Correct, yeah. So that's a very good point, you know, coming back from injury. 
I mean, how much do you really push him in a game like this? And right. in this season, to be honest, are you how hard are you going to push him? Yeah, because I mean, this I mean, you're going to live and die off this guy for you know the next three years four, to come. Years, so. Right, well, I might yeah. as well keep him fresh. I mean, do you shut him down? I don't even know if I would have played him this week. That's, to be that's honest what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking honest. the exact right. same thing. I might shut him down and just you know not worry about right. it. Uh, moving forward, Houston, Indianapolis had an AFC South rivalry. Indianapolis comes away with the win, uh, 30 to 23. Close fought game. A great showing by uh, by Jacoby Brissett, man. Four touchdowns, 326 yards. I mean, Aaron Rodgers doesn't go off for the day he has. This is the storyline of the weekend. You know, yeah. How well I, he I mean, how can you disagree on that? I mean, this kid, you know, Andrew Luck when he retired, you know, that was a huge news of the offseason right before the season started, and then. This guy that's been sitting as a backup for him for a couple of years has come up, and I'll be honest with you, I don't even know what's their record right now. They only lost what two games or one game or two games. Not it really doesn't even matter. I mean, this kid is actually coming in and showing that he's a starting quarterback in the NFL, and the numbers and the stats prove himself. Yeah, and and it, it that win actually uh, completely puts the AOC South wide open. Tennessee won. Everybody won except for Houston, who was the division leader. So they fall to four yep. and three. You have Indianapolis, who uh, I believe they are either four and two or Four and three. I got to double check on that. You have Jacksonville at three and four, and you have Hughes, or I'm sorry, Tennessee at three and four as well. So that division is extremely tight. Anything could happen in that one still. With it's wide open. Tannehill comes in and gets the win for the Titans. Uh, we'll, we'll cover that later. But yeah, Marlon Mack, decent game. Uh, I mean, rough. I guess you could say, considering what uh, Brissett did, I would like to see a little more yardage out of him. Only 2.4 yard rush average, but he did have 44 yards. Zach Pascal, story of the game, six receptions, 106 yards, and two touchdowns. Nice uh, game. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And then the corner. T.Y. Hilton still did his thing, you know. <clears throat> yep. I mean, and yep. that corner touchdown by Eric Ebron in the uh, yeah in the end zone. That was a beautifully, beautifully. Seems designed like play. you know Brissett's actually out there sharing the wealth. You know, he's not just focusing on one guy, and good for them. Yep. Yeah, the Colts the four and two, four and two. The Colts are four and yep, two. Four and two yeah. So today. that's a wide open division right there. I mean, you're only talking about a couple game lead by the leader from the bottom dweller and all that. So yeah, uh, yep. And Indianapolis is uh, they're heading to and D- they still got they they still got to play each other a lot too. I think you guys haven't played. We haven't the Jags haven't played. Uh, not this year. Not yeah. this year. Uh, we've only played the Texans and the Titans. So right now we are we are rolling with a one and one divisional record right now. Yeah. So Colts get the win in this one. Uh, Keep themselves close in the AFC South race. Undefeated. The only undefeated team in the AFC South right now as far as conference record is concerned. Or I'm sorry, as far as divisional record is concerned. Yep. Uh, going on from that, we had the Green Bay-Oakland game. And if you did not see this game, you missed some history. We had the first Green Bay Packer to score a perfect passer rating in a game. That would be Aaron Rodgers. It was really? unbelievable that it's never happened between Farber yeah, and Yeah, I didn't Star really all catch up on this game that much. I kind of just was watching the scores going back and forth. Yep. And... Uh, you had uh, – Excuse me. You had Aaron Rodgers, 25 for 31, 429 yards, five touchdowns, no picks, and he had a rushing touchdown to top it all off. Uh, he just went off in this game. You had the unfortunate play by uh, Derek Carr running into the end zone, trying to score almost a mirror play of what happened to him last year. Uh, can't get the ball quite in the end zone before he loses it, and it becomes a touchback. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's one of those situations that's a backbreaker for a team in any type of ball game that you're in. And it really was because, you know, you had Josh Jacobs who had yet again another fantastic game, 21 rushes, 124 yards. Uh, that dude continues to prove me wrong week in and week out. Uh, somebody I had me too. a bust. No, I, had I, didn't, I had him bust. as a bust too when we did our draft show. I did. I, I didn't mean I didn't say he was a bust, but for a first rounder, for a guy that was a backup running back over in Alabama, I mean, that just goes to show 
the crazy amount of depth that they have over there. Nick Saban's got down there in uh, Tuscaloosa. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and this this Packer team is ridiculous right now. They're, They're tough. Un- They're tough. Unbelievable. One of my favorite teams to watch, and now you can see the offense and Matt Forth system starting to, to gel really well with that team. And I mean, you, you saw a show from Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it was a fun game to watch out of him. He just is incredible. Yep, I mean, he's he's the guy. There's no question about it. They're tough right now. Yep. Expect to see them make a deep run in the postseason the way they're playing ball right now. They're definitely a top two or maybe top three or four team in the league right now. I couldn't disagree. Minnesota at Detroit. Minnesota coming away with This the- was an entertaining game. I was kind of watching a little bit back and forth, and I was just really impressed with Minnesota. Yeah, 42-30 win. Even losing Thielen early in the game, Uh-oh. they kept it rolling. And you're, the NFL's leading rusher is uh, – it continues to have a great season. Dalvin Cook, 25 rushes for 142 yards. And uh, he really just, again, is stunning. I mean, the dude is just running over people. So you have the – He's back to healthy now. Wasn't he hurt last year? I think he yeah, got he's injured been here the, the last few years. You also had a, a flip up there with them there as their offensive coordinator, John Filippo, who really ran a pass-heavy offense up there, and that's why he ended up getting kicked out. And you can tell that he's kind of seen the error in his ways because the number two rusher right behind him is Leonard Fournette in the NFL. Right. Yep. So, but again, great game. Kirk Cousins again proving his haters wrong. 24, 34, 24 for 34, 337, four touchdowns, no picks. He's throwing the ball deep. I think what he said, what Adam Thielen said to him, made all the difference in the world. And I, Diggs should be thanking him as well. Well, I was about to say, you know, with Stefan Diggs is a home run hitter. We all know that. I mean, the guy has made amazing plays. Even back, well, you know, that one catch with Case Keenum there when they were playing. Uh, I forget who it was in the playoff game, but he just threw it up. I mean, Saint, Saint Stefan Diggs. Yeah, Stefan Diggs is a home run hitter. Like you have that opportunity when you have a guy like that out on the field to throw it up, and he's going to make a play. And I think Diggs was a little frustrated here about a month ago, asking for some type of trade because he wasn't getting the ball enough. Correct, correct. And now, you know, make the kid happy. I mean, the guy's an absolute ball player. Seven catches, 142 yards. I mean, that really helps out, you know, your run game and everything. they got a lot of good stuff going on right now, and uh, the Vikings are playing really good football right now. Oh, yeah. Adam Thielen does get injured in the play. Um, He is, from what Mike Zimmer said, he will be playing this week versus the Redskins. I think, depending on how that game goes, if it gets out of hand early, you won't see a whole lot out of him. So if he's in your fantasy lineup, you might want to reconsider that. Just a thought. Yep. Just a thought. Uh, Detroit, very disappointing uh, loss, especially in a divisional game. But Matt Stafford, man, 364 yards, four touchdowns. The dude's getting no run support right now. Um, I think Kerryon Johnson got down. hurt, too. Yeah, yeah, he he went is, down with an injury, and I think he's going to be out this week from what I heard uh, last week. Multiple weeks, multiple in fact. Weeks. Yep. Multiple weeks, in fact. Uh, you got to see something out of this defense. Defense got to step up. This is a definite winnable game for the Detroit Lions if their defense steps up. And, and they just, you know, I mean, they like Kirk Cousins, do whatever they want to him all right. game. And, and that's ugly. You, you can't let that happen at all, especially in a divisional matchup to get embarrassed like that. I know it's a 30-42 to 42 game, but – you can't let that happen at all. Uh, Detroit looks like they're falling down again. I mean, this division looked like one of the most difficult divisions in the league. Now you see the Chicago Bears starting to fall apart. You see Detroit falling apart. Now it's becoming a two-horse race again with Minnesota and Green Bay, I'm, your usual suspects. Yeah, going into the season, I always said Detroit's one of those teams that always starts off strong, and then they seem to fizzle late in the season. Um, we'll see. They got the Giants this week, and uh, you know, let's see if they can hold on and keep this division close. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville heads to Cincinnati or headed to Cincinnati and got the W, 27-17, all because of an amazing fourth quarter by their defense and the offense as well, and five bad pass attempts by Andy Dalton. In the span of five plays, there were three turnovers by Andy Dalton that cost them that game. 
with with coming in with a lead going into the fourth quarter, albeit a one-point lead, but a one-point lead nonetheless. They let Jacksonville get back in it, including some great pressure by Taven Bryan, who actually got to Andy Dalton a few times and caused a pick six by Yannick Ngakwe when Andy Dalton tried to just get rid of the ball. Ngakwe took it out of the air, took it to the end zone. Great play. Fantastic. What play. about Miles Jack? Didn't he have a pick too? Uh, Miles Jack did have a big pick towards the uh, towards the end zone when they were driving, and he stalled that drive by them. Weird forward lateral play afterwards. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, he was trying to keep it going. I understand, but it was just it was it looked it was a bad look. It was a bad look for him. But they do get the win. Leonard Fournette, another amazing game. They are giving him the ball consistently. Twenty nine rushes, one hundred and thirty one yards. That's what you brought the guy in for, right there, man. He's yep. the biggest running back in the league, and when he's healthy, let him go because that team is only going to go as far as Leonard Fournette takes him, in my personal opinion. I agree with you one hundred percent. And and Gardner Minshew definitely needed his help today. While he did throw under fifty percent uh, for the day, he did not throw a pick. That's huge. Did enough. He had, to, he had to do what he had to do to win the game. That's right. And he also had some key third down rushes and, and led to 48 rushing yards for him the day. D.D. Westbrook has the 100-yard game. Um, Gardner Minshew did have a very bad fumble close to the end zone. Leonard Fournette bailed him out and saved him there. So another time that – Oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. So, okay. In a rough situation, they did fail. The biggest problem for Jacksonville, they could have won this game, I, I'd say, about 40 to nothing at, at one point. Uh, but they could not get in the end zone. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals coming into this game had the seventh ranked, actually, believe it or not, seventh ranked uh, red zone defense, and really? it showed up. It definitely showed up because if yeah. you look at this, the the passing totals or the total yards, it's not it's not even close. Uh, Four hundred and sixty for Jacksonville to two ninety one for Cincinnati, and it was a bad rushing game. They, here's a fun stat for you coming into the game: Cincinnati had about uh, roughly around three hundred and seventy three yards rushing. They've allowed over thirteen hundred yards rushing. Wow. So they just cannot get the ball going right now. No. One of those teams that uh, Lamar Jackson has more rushing yards than by himself at QB. Just a fun, fun fact there. Uh, this team, I guess, is going to be in tank mode as well. 0-7. They're going to be fighting with the Dolphins. The and, Redskins. Um, and Redskins. And, even I don't Atlanta. Know. I mean, Atlanta. Even Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to say, you know what? I mean, even the Jets have only won one game, and they lost 30 to nothing last night. But I just kind of see a Jets being a team that might be able to squeeze out four wins this year. Mm-hmm. They seem like they're getting better, you know, as the season goes on. But I just can't put them down with those bottom dwellers right now. I, those three. After, you know, I, I really – I picked New England in that game. Obviously, we'll cover this in a minute. But I picked New England in that game, but I thought Darnold and Co. would do a little bit better than they did. I was a little disappointed in what I saw. Yeah. Um, and, and we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But Jacksonville does get the win. It keeps them close in that AFC South division we were talking about, and it puts them about three weeks out from getting Nick Foles back. They have matchups uh, next week against the Jets, then a Indianapolis Colts matchup before going on the bye week. And following the bye week, Nick Foles will be eligible to return. He did start practicing this past Wednesday and has been throwing the ball on the sidelines. Look for that to continue to, to get more and more intense. He'll start he getting comes. some team reps here in a couple weeks. Yep, so that yep. goes. Right now it's just – There's scout. a no-brainer, though, in my eyes that he's going to – I mean, even though what Minshew has done and all the hype and the Minshew mania and all right. that, that there's no reason that Foles is not going to – as soon as they give him the – I'll go that he's not going to be starting exactly, and as I, soon as he comes back in. That's exactly what I said, unless the, unless the kid went undefeated after that Texans game, because I, I don't put the blame on him in that Texans game. They're, they're, God, even that, though, I don't even know, man. There's just a lot of money put in foals right now. No, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but – It'd be a short leash, though. I don't know. You know, uh, if he went undefeated, it'd be a really short leash. But right now, I think they definitely probably roll the rest of the season with foals. Yes, Because I don't see foals coming in and just really shitting the bed, quote-unquote. You know what I mean? Right, right. He's going to come in and actually – 
do what Foles does is win games. You know, right. he might have some bad games, but he's going to win games too. So exactly. And you look at the games that they did lose. You know, obviously the Chiefs game week one, he comes in. You know, for a, a you know Foles when he gets injured. Then you have the Texans game, which they lose by just a two point conversion. They lose a seven point game to a a good Carolina Panthers team. And then they lose yep. a seven-point game to a very good New Orleans Saints team. Right. So you look at their four losses right now. They're not bad losses. But the thing is you can't have games like you had this Sunday, like against the Cincinnati team. you got to score. A team where you need to go in there and yep. just show, like, your value and what you are made of in that situation. I agree. Yeah, and, and going forward against this game against the Jets, I you know, I have this – I, I kind of have the same feeling as you, but not to the extent I did after last night. But – they're, they're a dangerous team. It's a trap game for sure. Something you got to watch out for. Absolutely. Uh, since uh, I'm sorry, uh, Miami, Buffalo. Buffalo gets the win in a game I, I think was a lot closer than anybody would have imagined. Buffalo takes the uh, 31 to 21, and they move to five and one on the season. Continue to be very impressive. Uh, Josh Allen on the day goes 16 for 26, 202, two touchdowns, no interceptions, which is huge for him. That's that's been one of his biggest criticisms, and now that he's starting to get that out of his system, it, it's he's. It's paying dividends for this Buffalo Bills team. Frank Gore, another pretty solid game. 11 rushes, 55 yards. Singletary's still kind of coming back. Seven rushes for 26 yards. And then uh, John Brown, another amazing game. Five receptions, 83 yards, and touchdown. His first game, I believe, that he didn't go over 100 yards in this season. I think you're correct on that. Yep. Yep. Because uh, he was one of a couple of wide receivers that had done that up until this week. Dolphins, uh, they go with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He goes 23 for 35, 282, and a touchdown. This team's in full tank mode. Not much to talk about them. Uh, Buffalo looks fantastic. I like the way this team's playing. I love the defense. The offense is great. And the closer and closer they get to the winter months, it's, it's going to be harder and they're harder tough for at home. You teams. know they're going to give you everything they have at home. It's a tough place to play no matter what at home, especially come the winter months that yep. we're coming upon right now. It's going to be tough. As far as the Dolphins, though, I mean, they're going to give your best effort every week. I mean, these guys are playing for jobs. A lot of these guys are playing for jobs right. next year, you know, or tryouts and whatnot. But, yeah. Very, uh, very disappointing to see Miami fall so low, but you know, there's, I guess, there's always next year, right? They do have a lot of draft picks. We'll see what they do uh, in, in the front office because I think some changes need to be made there. A lot of changes. Yes. Uh, going on that from that, we had the uh, L.A. Rams smoke the Atlanta Falcons in a game I picked with my heart. I picked this game with my heart. I, I'm not gonna lie. After the Jalen Ramsey trade, I was a little bit salty. I wanted to see the uh, Ramsey get worked on by Julio, and I believed that Julio would do some damage, but he didn't really do much for him. Three, believe when uh, in plays that it was direct one on one, it was uh, like three receptions for 39 yards or something like that. Jalen Ramsey's just freaking stuck. So did you watch any? I mean, did you see any of this? How did Jalen look? Like, what's the word out there? Like, so, was like was he starting all game? Was he checking Julio? Like, so what, it, he basically he was on Julio till the game got out of hand. Um, right. once the game got out of hand, a lot of the starters started coming out. He started seeing, especially Ramsey. He's not, he can't be too familiar with the playbook just yet. He's still learning a lot of stuff on the fly, but he looked great. Uh, forced yeah. a fumble in the game on Devonte Freeman. Really good, really good hit. He didn't hit a forced fumble. Yep, yeah. he did. He, okay. did, I mean, he looked really good uh, on the defense. He was, he's going to be a good solid player for them. But again, the problem is the offense, and, and it, to an extent, they, you know, proved that they could win against a bad team that we've now seen that the Atlanta Falcons are. Um, Jared Goff goes 23 for 37, 268, two touchdowns. And then you had the, the Hecker fake punt. He gets that for a yep, first down. Yep. So that was cool. Gurley, again, still not looking like Gurley. 18 no. rushes, 41 yards. And that's going to be the problem going forward, all that money invested into him. And that's what I talked about. You know, you have all these all this money invested in, you know, single players. Jared Goff, Brandon Cooks, you mentioned him, Todd Gurley. Um, you have all that money now that you're going to have to pay. On the defensive side, you, you know, you got Aaron the Aaron Donalds, and then obviously you're going to have Jalen Ramsey, who's going to be under contract here what, in a year In a or year, so. you have dead money from uh, from Peters. You have Tlaib you've signed. Yep. 
you have to sign Cooper Cup. You have to sign Ramsey. These are big deals you have to make. Even their uh, Pro Bowl linebacker, uh, Corey Littleton, you know, he's going to be up after his rookie contract here in the next year, too. And this is a guy that's the leading tackler, you know, in the NFL last year, too. So, so there's a lot of money out there that and, they're going to have to dish out. And no we haven't even discussed it. the two most important positions, uh, you know, obviously with the exception of Aaron Donald, but your offensive right. and defensive lines. And your O-line and D-line, correct. So there's a lot of things going on here. They need to get figured out. If they're going to fix. It's almost like they're all in it to win it right now. If they don't win it the next year or two, man. They're going to be it. really – they better have an amazing GM or somebody that's working the finances doing some money ball. Or yeah, because I don't see it happening. And you're going to have to have players work with you really good too. I mean, you – Right, exactly. If, you're going to have to taking see if Gurley's taking a cut. You're going right. to see if Goss – I just don't see it happening. So yeah, not, it's, not, not nowadays. No, no. So I, I, while I, they have a very good roster, I think they've put too much money into into single positions, and that's going to cost them dearly down right. the road. So they're in about a one- or two-year window for me before I see this starting to fall apart. Um, speaking of falling apart, did you catch the end of that Tennessee Chargers game? I did not, but I heard all about Ooh. it. Oh, man. I don't know how this game was not won by the L.A. Chargers, but they blew it in every conceivable all way. All I knew is that the Chargers were up um, really late. And um, what happened? Yep, so Chargers take the lead or – or, I'm sorry, the Titans take the lead late. Chargers go down the field. Um, they get basically within the five. They try and throw a pass in the end zone. Pass interference get call, gets called. So they're about in the half yard line. Uh, you you have the no timeouts, so you kind of have to pick your plays wisely. Um, but it's the first and goal. I believe it's about 39 seconds left to, to It was go. right around there from last I saw. Correct. Yep. And uh, they do a, uh, uh, a handoff to Melvin Gordon. Uh, to go into the end zone, and it initially appeared that he crossed the line and got in. You see a lot of the linemen putting their hands up, including Hunter Henry. Right. And then out of nowhere, you see a Titans player running down the field with a ball. Well, the, well, upon second look, Melvin Gordon fumbled the ball on about the half yard oh, he line. Was, oh, he was out. That ball was clearly out. Is that the ball I saw? That's it just it. punched in the air. That's it. Wesley and the guy Woodward. caught it. The linebacker caught it right there. Wesley Woodward for, forces it. His first forced fumble since I believe 2015. Uh, and then Casey, uh, Darrell Casey, picks it up. Actually, he picks it up and just falls yep. right on top of him there at the half yard line. Yeah. So for a guy that held out for about half the season, comes back, fumbles the ball on the half yard line. That's not a good look. But. Yeah, I why? Mean, I I'm honest with honestly, I would have yeah. given the ball to Eckler, I, or that, or I would have went jumbo up front and had Phil Rivers force himself in there because you have. While I understand there's not a lot of time left, your team needs to understand that. Get up, get lined up again, spike the ball. You still have two more. Right. Yeah, just looking at that video though, it's like I don't know if that ball security was. Like it should have been in that situation down there bad. on the goal line right it there. And a lot of that has to do with lack of reps when you hold off for that long. See? Exactly. Like that still pay dividends, you know, even though he's been back for a couple of weeks. Do you think uh, he continues to keep the starting spot, or are they going to start leaning back towards Eckler again? Uh, I think they'll probably go 50-50 and just go with a hot hand at the time. But I think they're after this year, though, they're done with him anyways. I don't know, you know, yeah, about that I mean, whole franchise tag thing. I don't even know what the situation is too in-depth with him. I think he's – they can still franchise him and hold him for another year, right? And then or I don't even know you can double franchise this year, but I think he just came back because he didn't want to have all that lost money and he well, wants to yeah, play next year want, and all that. So. Yeah, you wanted to become. You wanted but to become I mean, he's not gonna, he's not going to be a charger to finish out his career. No, no, There's no, no. no. You won't be a charger next year. Uh, yeah. Austin Eckler, man, leading receiver, seven receptions, 118 yards. More credence to this, but they could not get going on the ground. I mean, Eckler only had seven yards on five rushes. Now that's not to say he didn't get put in some bad situations, but regardless. Uh, the receiving game was on point, just not the uh, not the rushing game. Phillip Rivers goes 24 for 38, 329, two touchdowns, no picks. Yet Tannehill get a get a win in his first start. Uh, two touchdowns, one pick. 
23 for 29 for 312 yards. Henry had a good, that's healthy a nice, pretty, for that's a nice performance by Tannehill right there, it is. man. That's that's a good game. It's a very good game. So we'll see how he does going forward. He is now officially their starter, it appears, especially after getting a win like that. Uh, Titans moved to three and four. And Titans, one of those teams. You don't know what the heck you can get out of them every week, man. Ex- Who knows? Exactly. You right. end up beating the world beaters one week and then lose to the bottom dwellers the next, man. I just don't know, man. It's a hard team to pick. Yeah, sure. Uh, definitely a surprise whenever you watch them. But also, yeah. speaking of surprises, Baltimore beats Seattle yeah, at this, home. Yeah, I, I made sure to watch all of this game right here, man. This, this was, a, was an awesome game. Uh, Lamar Jackson, bro. I mean, you got to give it to that kid, man. He's... I mean, he didn't light it up throwing the ball in the air, but you know what? You don't need to. He didn't need to because, I mean, he's I mean, he's just a force running the ball as almost anybody running the ball in the NFL. I'm not going to say he's better than, you know, the, you know, the top-tier running backs, but, you know, just from that position where he's at right now, I mean, it's something that you got to game plan around, and it's really tough for a team to defend in that situation. That was um, – he's just impressive. Like, I mean, he's very hard to defend. Eventually, you know, that's going to dwindle down. He's not going to be able to do that his whole career. But right now, until he polishes up his passing game and gets that down packed, he's tough to defend. And, you know, he went into a hostile territory across country over in Seattle, put out a big win for them. That's yeah. very impressive. Yeah, Kansas City, uh, Los Angeles Chargers, Atlanta Falcons, Pittsburgh Steelers, Chicago Bears, New York Jets, Miami Dolphins are all the, are the eight teams that have less rushing yards than Lamar that's Jackson ridiculous. has. That's ridiculous. We haven't seen that since, like, Michael Vick. No. And, and Ryan Clark went as far as to say this is the best uh, running quarterback we've ever seen. And he will. I can't disagree with that. I loved him at Louisville in college. Yeah, I did, too. Yeah. I wanted him real bad in the draft, too. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he's just, you know, it's a passing game nowadays. Every, you know, all these nickel defenses cover threes and cover fours and clouds that they run. It's hard to, you know, people don't defend against these running quarterbacks since it's a passing league. So it's just rare. And he's taking advantage of it. Another little note, though, Marcus Peters gets traded the day before yep. and gets a pick six, my boy, from Washington. So he le- – the guy – I mean, the guy's a beast, man. You know, he's a traveling man right now. Obviously, he went from Kansas City to the Rams and then now the Rams to the uh, Ravens. Ravens. But hey, he's going hey, hey, to help. He's going to help. I mean, he's – I mean – that's a good he's gonna, defense. He's going to help that defense out, man. That's I mean, a good absolutely. defense. And he's a hell of a ball player, man. I mean, there's no question about it. He's a hell of a ball player. They just, I think, what was the reason why they got rid of him? And then they got Ramsey because they owed him a lot of money to coming up. I That's mean, what I was talking about, some dead money. Yeah, some they dead money some with dead, Peters yep. and then. Yep. Yeah, but uh, Baltimore definitely got a big um, uh, boost on their defense with getting him over there. Win-win for both teams, Baltimore and um, the Rams, because they, they, obviously the Rams got Ramsey. So, But, yeah, good to see a guy come back in the first quarter, like, within, like, 20 minutes of play, get a pick six for him. I know yeah. the fans were happy to see that. That's got to be huge. That's huge. Yeah. That, that's huge. Um. Saints get the victory over the uh, the Bears in a game that looks closer than it actually was. Bears get a lot of garbage time points late, including a really good onside kick. Their kicker did a great job with it. It, it was it was this was kind of a fun game to watch late because a lot of the the Bears momentum came right at the end. But uh, coaching is a definite issue in this game, and that's what I want to talk about in this game. Mitchell Trubisky's first game back, he should not be throwing the ball fifty four times. No, absolutely not. You're not going to win a football game throwing the game the ball fifty four times a game. I'm not saying you'll never will. It's happened before, but very rarely. Very, very rarely. You had Chicago score early on with the uh, the kick return from Cordell Patterson, which actually he had more yards in that return until uh, than the Bears had the entire game until late, late, late in the fourth quarter. So it was just a bad performance all around. Like I said, this was way closer. It looked like they kind of quit. You know, the, the Saints kind of gave up late, which is something that Sean Payton needs to keep an eye on. But right. uh, I'm sure he knows better than I do. 
Uh, it, it was just I, – I didn't understand why they couldn't go to the run game. I mean, three Cohen only got three rushes. They're thoroughly Are you kidding me? Yep. Three Cohen had three rushes for 10 yards. That was their leading rusher. Gave so him. looking at these numbers right now, three, four, five, six, seven – only the the running backs only got seven carries the whole game. And it's not you're like, not going to win a football game doing that. I'm sorry, it is a passing league like we always talk about, but given your running backs only seven carries total combined, that's not going to happen. And it's not like it was a blowout by the Saints either. Not an NFL, I'm not an NFL coach, but that's not going to happen. This was a close game at halftime too. There was no right. blowout. Latavius Murray looked amazing. Right, age. exactly like you said, Wes. If it was like thirty nothing at half, that might be one reason. Then yeah, you just I understand. Throw the ball around, but I it was it. actually competitive till you know in close, the third quarter. It was a close game. Teddy Bridgewater went out twenty three for thirty eight, two eighty one, two touchdowns, no picks. Latavius Murray, like I said, he had an excellent game. I was watching this game pretty thoroughly, and he just cut through that line like butter. I mean, it was. It was just awesome to watch him run the way he did that game. It reminded me of him from uh, Minnesota, uh, yeah. a little bit in Oakland as well. He just looked really good. The whole team looked fantastic. Uh, expect Drew Brees to be back soon. Uh, I heard something about Sean Payton talking about him being a backup for uh, Teddy Bridgewater until he's 100% because they want to move Taysom Hill over to tight end because they need help with tight end losing Jerry Cook. Well, isn't that a great situation because I know when Drew Brees went down, all Saints, Houdat Nation, and everybody was panicking. They're like, oh, we got Teddy Bridgewater, a guy that almost lost his leg a couple years and ago. What's life. he going to do? And look at him. He's got this team sitting at 5-1 right now. Undefeated. You know, like, are you kidding me? That's a that's a scenario that you couldn't even thought about when, it, when the situation happened when Breeze went down. No, no, I, I wouldn't imagine. Good, I, hey, I, big I, ups I, to Teddy Bridgewater, man. What a comeback, man. That oh, just I love shows it. how the medical world is nowadays. I have a guy that almost lost his leg come back and perform like he's performing right oh, now. yeah it's fun to That's watch ridiculous. it's fun to watch when we had the, he was part of that Bortles draft i wanted him over Bortles, and uh yeah no teddy bridgewater looks great right now highest paid backup for a reason he's doing really well really yeah, well keeping yeah. that same team rolling good kid too we'll move into uh, sunday night football i'm gonna let you take the lead on this one philadelphia went to dallas and got beat in dallas by them cowboys tell me about it yeah, I mean, it was – I'll be honest with you. I was going into this game expecting the loss. I mean, the way we performed the previous three weeks, I didn't really know what to expect. I knew it was like kind of do or die situation. I thought that we were going to definitely compete and keep it close. But, I mean, we did what we need to do to win the games. Ezekiel Elliott, you know, we gave him the ball early and often. He was running real hard. It looks like Zeke's kind of back to his old ways right now. He had a couple violent runs. Oh, yeah. It was scored fun. early. Yeah. He was running people over. He, and he popped was, Jenkins real well. Yeah, Jenkins real bad. Out. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of this, I mean, Dak was 21 for 27, 239, a touchdown and a pick. But we went back to the RPO. That's what won us our first three games. I mean, Kellen Moore, I guess, had a better grip on the game. Defense played lights out. Um, even Tavon Austin, you know, got paid dirt. Uh, they shared the wealth. You know, as far as on the offense, Amari Cooper, you know, did great. You know, coming back, he was out last game, and you know, it hurt with him. Zeke had six catches, thirty-six yards. Gallup was involved. Witten was involved. Witten was all over the field, man. He was yeah, hyped Ka- up. You know, I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, I'll be honest with you, with this team, it's just like you never. One week they look like the world beaters. Next week, you just don't know what you see. I, personally, in my opinion, right now, like, yeah, I mean, we won this game. Against the Eagles, you know, and I'm not a huge fan of the Eagles, obviously being NFC East, and that was, like, bittersweet for me, and there's, like, a little personal stuff going on in there, you know, especially with Peterson, you know, during the week calling out, you know, oh, projecting. Yeah. like that, know, that didn't that didn't uh, and, you age know, well. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence played great, you know, he had a couple sacks. I mean, everything was clicking, but I'm not getting overexcited, I'll be honest with you right now, man. You know, no. I'm not getting overly excited. 
we we did look like a team that could uh, go to the Super Bowl. But what do we? I need to see more consistency right there. Oh, absolutely. Um, it was a great win. It's always good beating the Eagles and having a big NFC East win, especially with the Giants and the Redskins kind of losing with the Eagles and all that. Right, help us out. So, um, yeah, whatever. Like I say, I'm not getting overly excited. Talk to me here in a, a month. We'll see where we're at on that. Yeah. Uh, Carson went 16 for 26, 191, one touchdown, one pick. Uh, you know, very pedestrian. That defense was all over them all night long. They helped me win my fantasy league, so thank you, Dallas defense. Although you cost me 20. That game could have been a lot uglier too, man. Then it then it really showed at one point in time, man. We uh made a couple of mistakes, but yeah, they played well. Demarcus Lawrence finally looked like the D law that we yes. paid him all that money for right there. Yeah, he. They actually a little crazy. You know, these are little crazy stats. So he currently has the fastest sack. In the NFL at 2.2 seconds. Wow. <laughs> wow. The one where he just like Can't plowed over the like, edge. edge and did a little rip, you know, the stab rip and got him. That's crazy. 2.2 seconds. Because they usually say you want to get like get there by three seconds. Right. Just incredible. Hopefully he can keep that up for you guys and get that defense rolling. Because um, I know they've been kind of an issue the last few we'll weeks. We'll see. We got a bye this week. So, yeah. Then we regroup. And, nice little break. Yeah. At a perfect time right there, coming off a win. You always like to go off a, come into a buy off a win right there instead of off a loss. Oh, absolutely. You know, so, it yeah. sets you up great coming back. It sets yeah. you up great. Everybody's just happier going into the bye week right. alone. Right. And then we are speaking of happy. The Patriots will be happy. The Jets will be not after the 33 nothing shellacking. I didn't watch one play of this last <laughs> night. Maybe last night was like a shutdown night for me to get ready for Monday. Yep, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, or for Tuesday? Yes, for yep. Tuesday. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. I got you. Yep. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, Mondays. Are, yeah, Mondays are definitely my shutdown days, especially knowing that I had to be up late tonight to watch the uh, the Astros World Series. So, yeah. yeah, yes, yes. Um, Sam Darnold, he goes. I heard he had a horrible game. Terrible though. game. Terrible uh, game. Horrible game. Quote unquote, seeing ghosts on the field. That's um, what I heard he said. Right. Yeah, he got uh, Adam Gase ripped ESPN, but I mean, you know, the dude's got a mic on. Who? Why are you getting mad at them? He, you know, he should know he's got a mic on. If he doesn't want to talk about it, don't talk about it. You gotta, you gotta be kind of one step ahead on that one. But Darnold looked bad at all points this game, and I thought he's gonna look a lot better. Lave Bell had some. Especially off the week that he had coming against the Cowboys. I mean, he didn't really light us up, but did enough to win the game though. His first game back for Mono, so. And. uh you have a little trickery at the end by uh, Bill Belichick. In a yeah, couple what was that? I heard he was like, like Wes, you can touch point on so, this, but did he do something about calling some couple penalties he, and all that? He had a couple and, intentional yeah. penalties that the he knew the Jets would end up having to decline, and because of that, it ended up just wasting time. So he knock out like two minutes or a minute and a half uh, over the clock? A good on. amount of time, yeah, and he's just over. I mean, he couldn't hold back. Even Bill Belichick couldn't hold back on that one. He started smiling because he knew he got him bad. That man See, is like, smart. When I read something, like, that's ridiculous. Like, only certain people can actually think that in depth of situations like that. I've been around a lot of coaching. I've yeah. coached a lot of football before in my life, but that was the first time I've actually seen a coach actually take that route. And genius, though. Hey, I mean, that's why Bill's got those rings, man. And he knows what he's doing. Exactly. I mean, he had, I mean, they're up 24 nothing in like the first quarter. He's got his whole defense on the sideline, keeping them focused. I mean, that's what you got to do. That's what I was talking about yeah. earlier with that Saints game. You got to keep your team focused no matter how Absolutely. much you're Keep them involved at all aspects. Yeah. It, it, Patriots, another great game by them. They they get a win. They continue to be undefeated. They've got maybe two, three potential matchups late in the season that will be. Uh, we got them this year. You got them. You yep. were one of the three that I, I was talking about. Uh, Kansas City provided Mahomes will be back, which it looks like he will be. 
Baltimore, which will be a fantastic matchup. And then you have Dallas as well, which I think will be a good matchup. Uh, All three of those games I look forward to watching to see if the Patriots can keep undefeated. But if they beat those three teams, there's nobody in their way. Next week's the Browns. But, look, don't forget, though, like we've mentioned this before, and I always say this, though, the Patriots play in the AFC East. They automatically have a first-round bow. So all they have to do or all they've ever had to do the last eight years is win that one playoff game outside of the bye, then they're already in the AFC Championship game. Yep. Like they have a very easy route. They always have, but that's not taking anything away from them, though. No, you, no, you, hey, you win the Super Bowl, you win the Super Bowl. You there. play the right, games you're scheduled. You play the games you're and scheduled. And they weren't, they're not, yeah, exactly. They're not the ones that chose to be in that division, you know. As and, far as we know. No, I'm just kidding. Right? I'm just kidding. I'm just you kidding. never know, man. There's been a lot of Belichick Gates and uh, who knows. Who knows, exactly. All right. All right, we're going to take a quick little break here yep. real quick, Wes, if that's cool, while we do that. And we'll then be, uh, we're going to come back to doing our picks for the week. Yes, sir. We will be right back. All righty, and we are back. Time to do our week eight picks. We're at the midway point. Again, Bobby, you're leading at 67 and 39. I got 60 and 46, and so does Matt at 60 and 46, and we are tied for the lock lead. Uh, I, I'll be obviously giving Matt's picks and uh, also Robbie's picks this week. Robbie wanted to throw in his picks. and uh, Heck yeah. Anybody that's listened since the beginning, if you ever want to send us your picks for the week to week, we'll definitely showcase one or two of them during the, uh, during the week. If we don't do it on here, maybe on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, but you know, a lot of the people that are either listening to us, or yeah, my buddy, is, my buddy, uh, you might've seen him before. Um, Roger Burke, he's, he won, yeah, yeah. always listens yeah, and, uh, comments awesome. to us. So one yeah. of my childhood friends that I went to uh, middle school and, uh, high school with, he's always listening to us every week. Roger, thank you for that. And yeah, if you ever you. want to call in, yes. you're a diehard Redskins fan. I know that man. And if you ever want to give us your picks or whatnot and get on the show, yeah, get with Bobby. We'll get you uh, yeah. on, man. Absolutely, I mean, bro. Anybody that listens hardcore, we have no problem with bringing them on because we appreciate you. You give us the. Any little bit of attention helps nowadays, you know, Absolutely. trying to get off our feet. Yep. So yep. basically our, our first listeners are our family, you know, and you all have been for here sure. since the beginning. So we appreciate you. For sure. For sure. Yeah. We're like Wes said, we're going to fly through these picks here. We're going to try to make this about like 20 minutes or so because I got to get home and we got World watch Series, uh, 808, man. I'm not missing the pitch. Not, <laughs> not at all. Cannot miss it. This is going to be an epic game tonight. So yes. let's go ahead and get started. The first right. game, you're going to give us these spreads. Yep. Uh, I'll let you go ahead and give away your picks and then I'll run through all three of the picks that all I right. have over here. Uh, we're starting with Thursday night, Washington at Minnesota. Thielen will be playing, it seems, according to Mike Zimmer, and it is in Minnesota. What you got? Uh, Minnesota's favored by 15 and a half. It's a Thursday night game, primetime game at Minnesota. It's going to be a hard place to play. Yes. I just don't see the Redskins really doing much at all in this game. The Vikings are actually, you know, playing really good football right now. I think Kirk Cousins might have a little chip on his shoulder playing against uh, his former yeah. team right there. I got the Vikings winning this game 30-6. to six. Yeah, I'm also going to take the Vikings in this game. Like you said, it's going to be the Kirk Cousins uh, versus the Redskins. That's going to be the storyline leading up until the game Thursday night. Uh, give me the Minnesota Vikings beating the Washington Redskins in this one, 35-3. Uh, Matt also picked Minnesota, and Robbie also picked Minnesota, so they all okay. is a clean sweep on that one. Yep. So we move into our Sunday 1 o'clock games. We have C- uh, Seattle heading to Georgia to take on the Atlanta Falcons. Seahawks are on the road in Atlanta, a, t- a team that right now that is obviously very uh, is struggling currently at this point. Seahawks are favored by three and a half points. Um, I just really don't see much out of the Falcons team right now. I don't see how they can win this game. I think Seattle is going to control the ball. I think Russell Wilson is going to. By the way, hold on. Is Matt Ryan hurt? By the way, or did he get yeah, injured? Yeah, he I did get injured. He did? I, I heard nothing about him missing this week, though. Okay. At, at this time, Schaub came in and relieved him, but I haven't heard anything about him missing any significant Yeah, I think he point. might be out this week or not. I don't know, Matt. If you hear this, you can um, – Texas or something went up, but I think my dad has him on Matt Ryan on his fantasy team. But I just don't see the Falcons pulling this on off right now. It's 
kind of not looking good for them right now. I got Seattle winning this game 21 to 10. Yeah, uh, Matt Ryan out in the official injury report. I'm looking at it today. Uh, Is he out? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have him on the injury oh, you, uh, report. Not yet. No, yeah. no, I have We'll a, see that on Thursday usually when they put it out. Yeah, um, he was a participant as far as I can see, a full participant today. I don't see anything saying otherwise. You only, oh, okay. You only had right. Julio Limited, so, um, and that, that's it. Uh, I also have the Seattle Seahawks getting the win in this one. I think they'll be a little pissed off about the loss they had versus the uh, Baltimore Ravens, and really it's kind of showing the AFCs. Some of the top-tier AFC teams are a little bit better than your top-tier NFC teams at this time. I mean, Seattle, I think, is an excellent team, but you've seen the – you saw them go in and kind of handle them in in a way pretty – pretty. They're going to be hungry for a win, too, coming off that yeah. loss at home against Baltimore. You know, I think they're going to – you're going to see a Seattle team really focused. So, we'll they see are, what happens. They are that. traveling cross, cross country, so I, I'll yep. give Seattle the win. It's going to be 35 to uh, – Bobby – I'm sorry, Robbie and uh, Matt both also had Seattle on this one, so we got another clean sweep. Moving on, Denver, who just traded away Emmanuel Sanders, going to Indianapolis to take on the Colts, who just had a big win over their AFC South rival Texans. Denver Broncos are on the road, like what you said, at the Colts. The Colts are favored by six and a half points. I'm rolling with the Colts, man. I mean, they're they're just they're playing good football right now. I mean, Brissett, his last game was really impressive. Um, they're playing really good football. I just don't see how the um, the Broncos. I mean, especially off their performance last week at home, I just don't see them going into Indy and taking this win. I got the uh, Colts winning twenty to ten. Yeah, I got the Colts winning this one, too. Uh, I'm going to take the Colts in this one. Uh, you lose your best player, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Philip Lindsay, it's yep. going to mess him up in the backfield as well as Freeman. Uh, Cortland Sutton's been actually been one of their best players, though, at yep. this point. He's been doing an excellent job. So I don't see a big drop-off from their side, you know, because he hasn't really been a big part of the game plan the last few weeks anyway. That being said, I still see Indy winning this game pretty handily. Give me Indy in this one, 28-10. Uh, to 10. 28 to 10. Indy is also taken by Matt and taken by Robbie as well. So yet again, clean another, sweep so far. A lot of clean sweeps in this one this week. Tampa Bay going to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Titans get their uh, first win with Ryan Tannehill leading at the helm. Tampa Bay, uh, I believe, coming off a bye. Coming week. off a bye, they yep, are looking yep. to get some momentum going. Tennessee's favorite at home by two and a half points. Um, sure, whatever. I mean, that's <laughs> pretty much a pick 'em. You, know, yeah. you get three for being at home. Right. Tampa coming off a bye. I think you know Tampa's one of those teams. Kind of like Tennessee, who they're playing. You just don't know where you're going to get it every week. I think Tennessee. I think Tampa's going to take this game in Tennessee. I have it a pretty close game. I have them win. I have the Bucks winning 27-21. Bucks winning 27-21. I uh, also have this being another close one, kind of like the, they played last week against the Chargers. Uh, I have Tampa Bay winning this one as well. I think Tampa Bay is going to get to them defensively. I'd like to see some more Shaquille Barrett. Hopefully, he can keep that uh, nine sack league leading sack total. And I think Vita Vea, they're. Uh, their big monster nose guard who's been out for the last couple of weeks after this bye, he's going to be back healthy right there. So wow. that's a big boost for that's that defensive huge, line right there. They haven't had him healthy yeah. in a long, long time. So yeah. having Vita Vey up there will be a big difference maker. If James Winston can keep the turnovers at a minimum, I believe they can get this win. Exactly. Um, if get, James does not have his tip, his crazy three or four pick games, that guy is one of those guys that will have five touchdowns, no interceptions, or – Five interceptions, no touchdowns. Mm. So you don't know where you can get out of them. But, exactly. Yeah. But this week, I do think he does good. Give me Tampa Bay in this one. 17, uh, Tennessee 14. Okay. Uh, Arizona traveling to the Superdome to uh, take on New Orleans. Uh, uh, oh, apologies. Thank you. Good yeah, save. Robbie and Matt, uh, Matt had Tampa Bay, and Robbie had Tennessee getting this one. Okay. Tennessee getting this one. Uh, sorry. Going on now, Arizona, New Orleans. Uh, Bobby, what's the spread? Arizona, New Orleans. New Orleans is at home, favored by eight and a half points. Cardinals are playing good ball. You know, even though they won last week um, against the Giants, Kyler Murray really didn't 
do that much. Um, Sanchez is playing great ball right now. Teddy Bridgewater is doing his thing. They're playing at home, which everybody knows it's a really tough place to play. Oh, yeah. I kind of, I, I mean, I don't really see this game being that close, to be honest with you. I think it might be close in the first half, but I have ten, uh, I have the Saints winning 28-16. to 16. I also have the Saints winning in this one. I have them winning, uh, what was that? What did I have? Uh, I have them winning 32-14. to 14. Uh, Pretty pretty handed win for New Orleans. Teddy Bridgewater moves on to 6-0 as a starting QB. Cardinals just aren't there yet right now. Nope, nope. They, they're a good team. Uh, they've rattled off three wins, which has been fantastic. Uh, I think they'll eventually get there, but like you said, I don't think they're there yet. Peterson coming back was a big difference on that defense as well yeah. last week. Uh, next game, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Matt, New Orleans, Robbie, New Orleans, both of them have them as well, so that's another clean sweep. Cincinnati, Los Angeles Rams in L.A. Spread. Rams at home, favored by 12 and a half. I really don't need to talk about this much right here. I just think it's just going to be the same thing that's been going on all year for the Bengals. Rams, you know, got a little bit of boost with Ramsey right now. I'm not sure what the offense is going to do, but they're at home against a really, um, I don't know how to say this to be respectful, but a really bad Bengals team right now. Um, I don't really see this being that close. I actually have the Rams winning 40 to 10, maybe a late touchdown by the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, same. Uh, it's, it's a clean sweep, by the way, everybody picked the Rams. Uh, not really a hard one to guess on that, but yeah, I also have the, the Rams taking it pretty handedly 35 to three, um, run game can't get going. Andy Dalton's throwing turnovers left and right. The defense, while it's not bad, it's I mean, they're, they're pretty much giving up. It, it, I don't blame them at this point either because it's just over. Zach Taylor, a bad look for the first start, uh, you know, beginning of the season. I think he found what he has in Andy Dalton. I wouldn't be surprised if this is his last year in Cincinnati. Agree. P- uh, Philadelphia going to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Yeah, so Bills are at home. Uh, Bills are a hot football team right now. Philly coming off a, a pretty bad loss to Dallas in Dallas. Um, Philly's still on the road in this game going to Buffalo. Bills are favored by two. I actually have a little upset here in this game. I'll be honest with you right now. I think that Philly is going to respond back. And um, I think they're going to take this game 20-17 to in a really close game. This game could actually go down either into overtime or to a last-second field goal. I got Carson Wentz and the Eagles um, rebounding after you know a tough loss on Sunday night to the Cowboys. I got them one 2017. I have Buffalo getting this one. Honestly, Buffalo's hot right now. I I, I... I did struggle picking this game because I, I do think could go either way. That's kind of how I was when I was thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I see Philadelphia coming out swinging for sure. Uh, I think home field starting to become a factor for Buffalo, uh, big time. Yeah, I, if Allen can keep off the turnovers, it's one of the best uh, best defenses in the league. They'll they will make sure they get him the win. Just offensively, keep the ball, don't turn it over. Give it to Frank Gore. He's been amazing. <laughs> Still, still amazing, still <laughs> yeah. amazing. So I took Buffalo on that one. I'm taking Buffalo on a close one, 28-21. Uh, Buffalo was also picked by Matt and Robbie as well. So you have. Uh, so I'm the only one over there that yep. Bobby, taking yep. Yep. Bobby taking Philly, Robbie, Matt. West I think everybody has Buffalo. this as a pretty close game. Don't you agree though? I, I, I do. Be a good football game. Talking Absolutely. to everybody about it, it was kind of like, mm, okay, you know, yeah. one of those sort of picks. L.A. Chargers at Chicago playing Soldier Field. What do we got? Chargers at Chicago. Where are we at? Hold on. Yep. So the Bears are at home, favored by five and a half points. This was another hard one to pick. Um, both teams, you know, Chargers lost a heartbreaker. Bears really didn't show anything last week. I'm going to go with the Monsters of the Midway, taking this one in a really close game, too, as well. 16 to 10. I got the Bears winning 16. Yeah, of all the games, this was a split decision by everybody. You had you took Chicago, uh, Matt took Chicago, 
Robbie took the Chargers, and I'm taking the Chargers as well in this one. Um, it's going to be one of those games where it's just not going to be really pretty from the offensive side. I see the defense sides doing both. I think it's going to be one of those ugly football games, yeah. like you were saying. Right? There are a lot of field goals, maybe a dirty touchdown or something like that. Yeah. I think the reason I picked the Chargers in this one is I think Eckler's going to get more touches on the on the you know running the ball. I think which I think would be a smart decision though. I, I think staff. this is going to be the week where you start to notice the turnover from him to Melvin Gordon and where Melvin Gordon could potentially get ditched. Um, because Anthony Lynn in my eyes now, I love him as a head coach, but his, his job get is on the line here. He's, he's got a very short leash. Unfortunately, it's not fair, but he does have a very short leash, uh, with this chargers team. And I think it's going to either be this season or next season that that could do him in and a couple more bad losses. It's not going to help him at all. I think they're going to come out swinging on this. I think he's going to start coaching for his job and not for what should be done, not for what everybody wants him to do. So give me the chargers and a win on this one. Again, another close one. I think a Trubisky turnover late is going to cost them. Give me a 21 to 17 uh, Chargers. Okay. New York Giants at Detroit. One Giants, o'clock game. Yep, one o'clock game. Um, in Detroit, Detroit's favored by seven and a half points. Um, I mean, I took the Lions in this one. I'll be honest with you right now. I mean, they're just one of those teams that are, yeah, they seem like they're dwindling here as of late. The Giants, I just don't think they're there yet. Detroit's obviously have a little home field advantage over there at Ford Field. Um, Matt Stafford's been playing really good football this year so far. Mm-hmm. Like, he really mm-hmm. has. Yeah. Uh, definitely with the running back, um, uh, Keon um, uh, Johnson. Or, yeah, yeah. Right. With him being out, that's going to be a factor. But I just um, I just think that the Lions are going to be a little too much for the Giants. Um, I, I still, you know, having – Danny Dimes, you know, still be early in his career right now. I don't know if he's going to be able to make enough plays to play up there in that territory. I got the Lions winning that game 24-14. Yeah, uh, you were not alone in that. All three of us, uh, Matt, myself, and Robbie, all took Detroit as well in this one. I'm taking Detroit in this game 35-17. to uh, to 17. I think Detroit's going to come out firing like they have been lately with uh, with Matt Stafford. I think the run game will still be pretty decent, and I think the defense will step up after a bad showing last week against Minnesota. Uh, I just think they're a better team right now than the Giants. I, I could see this going the other way, but at this point in time, I'm going with Detroit. I'm, I'm going to take them with Matt Stafford. I'm going with better quarterback. Yeah, even though Lions gave up a lot of run, you know, Dalma Cook kind of had his way with them last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Saquon Barkley, I just don't know like what their mindset is with him going into this game. Like you and I just talked about previously in the show right now, it's like, do you ever you thinking about shutting them down or whatnot? I just don't think it's really worth just giving them a huge heavy overload, you know, right now uh, with a guy that's your future. So I agreed with an injury like that. I thought they brought him back a little too early, but that's my opinion. New York Jets, our last one o'clock game we're covering. Uh, New York Jets are going down here to Duval County to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jets just had the embarrassing loss on Monday Night Football. Jacksonville gets to win against a winless Bengals team. Uh, Jacksonville banged up at linebacker. I uh, have signed since the uh, previous Super Bowl MVP yep. from the Seattle Seahawks. Just did that today. Yep. Yep. And uh, we'll, yeah. while I don't see him being a major factor, he is somebody that you know will help out with that defense from even from just a maybe a professionalism standpoint, maybe from a maturity standpoint. They could always use that. Uh, they looked great last week with Jalen Ramsey, forced more turnovers than they have all season long in one game. Again, I know it's Andy Dalton. What's the spread? Spreads five and a half. Jags are favored at home by five and a half. In this game, you know, like um, I think Jamal Adams might show, you know, some uh, things that obviously Gardner Minshew hadn't shown last night. Obviously, Tom, he was going against Tom Brady, and Jamal yeah. Adams to me is one of the best safeties in football. Okay. 
right they were against the Patriots last night and Tom Brady actually you know had a great game or whatnot um I think that the Jaguars are going to pull this game out in a really close game though I think that you're going to see a heavy dose of Fournette yes which is their um that's their recipe for winning mm-hmm. and absolutely I think it's going to be a close ugly game to be honest with you I'm not really I don't see the Jags right now just lighting up the scoreboard the Jets are a hard fighting team you know they're going to I, I truly believe they're trying to get better and better every week, even though last night's result, I think they're going to still maybe pull three or four wins out this year, but I got the Jags winning a close game, 16-10. Yeah, I um, I feel the same way you do. Uh, Jacksonville, by the way, is sweet. Myself, uh, Matt, and Robbie with everybody else. Uh, I, I also have it a close game. You know, I really thought that the Jets were going to make that Patriots game a closer game than it was. I don't know if it was with national TV or it being – I woke up this morning. Back. What was it, 33 nothing? 30, yeah. 30 nothing? I, I was done after yeah. about the first quarter. I, I watched a little bit of it, but not much. Um, but – I, I, I do see this being a week that they can come back and rebound. So it's it's definitely a trap game scenario for Jacksonville. Jacksonville needs to step up and win this. They shouldn't feel like they're better than anybody right now. Being three and four, you have a losing record, but you're still in it. And, and this is big. You're back at home. These next two weeks are very crucial, for, not only for Gardner Minshew, but for the whole team going forward. I mean, you come out of this bye week in two weeks, five and four. It's a, it's a hell of a lot better than, uh, than the three and six. You know, And at that point, then some decisions are going to have to get made. Uh, I got Jacksonville in this one again, a close game, kind of like you said. I don't see them lighting up the scoreboard by any means, although I do see Lambeau lighting up the scoreboard. He's been phenomenal. Um, give me the uh, give me the Jags in this one, twenty seventeen. Okay. Lambeau late. Yep. Four twenty five games. Carolina coming off a of bye week, taking on the undefeated San Francisco 49ers and what is I I said is my favorite game of the week. This, I'm looking so yeah, forward to so, this game. I mean, this is out. You know, Carolina Panthers had a bye this week. They're at um, San Fran. San Fran's favored by five and a half. To me, I, this is my upset of the week, to be honest with you right now. I um, I just think that McCaffrey's going to go back home because don't forget he played at Stanford. Yep. That's where he's from. He's yep. right outside that area. He had a week to rest, and everybody knows uh, the stuff that he's doing on the football field right now, and his numbers are ridiculous. San Fran, or the 49ers got a great defense. Um I'm going on an upset right here. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking the Panthers winning a, a hard fought football game, twenty to thirteen. And while it's it may, my upset of the week, while it may be an upset of the week for you, it is not an upset of the week for this group. Um, myself and Matt both took Carolina. Robbie takes San Francisco to remain undefeated this week. I'm taking San Francisco or Carolina, excuse me, for the exact reason you said. McCaffrey is just a beast. He's amazing. This dude's really, really good. Kyle Allen's had a week to sit back and just kind of take him. A lot of family so at far. home over there too, man. That's his, yeah. that's his that's his neck of the woods right there. Too, yeah, so, so he's gonna show up. Yeah, look for a lot of Carolina Panthers fans uncharacteristically in San Francisco this week. Uh, I'm taking Carolina in this one. Give me them uh, 24 to 17 it's still going to be kind of a close game george kittle is going to get involved look for that defense on both sides to be strong in this one i think garoppolo is going to make a little too many mistakes and as good as the niners have been right now i think a lot of people though that follow football are kind of shocked that they're still undefeated oh i am you know i am too don't get me wrong i mean they have a great defense you know garoppolo is doing great but i just think that their time to lose is coming soon you know for their first loss and i'm not saying this team's not going to go far in the playoffs but i think they're just kind of due for a loss here coming up soon I agree with you 100%. Uh, Oakland at Houston. Oakland at Houston. Houston's favored by six and a half at home. I got I got the Texans. I don't know, man. I'm I'm a big Deshaun Watson fan right now. I, you know, they had a loss last week in a really tight game. I think Deshaun Watson's – I think he's going to be way too much for the Raiders, you know, in Houston. I think uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to have a really big game. 
I see the Raiders, or I'm sorry, I see the Texans winning this game 30-21. to 21. Yep, I got Houston in this one too, as does Matt and Robbie. They both took Houston as well. Um, I, look, I, I don't think uh, Oakland's a bad team right now. I think they're actually playing way better than a lot of people thought they would be at I this agree. point. Um, I just think Houston's going to be a little tough to handle at home. They're tough at home. They did lose Will Fuller for multiple weeks. They haven't confirmed how long he's going to be out, but he is out. Uh, you still have, like you said, Hopkins. You have Carlos Hyde, who's been running pretty well. He had an off week last week, but he's been doing pretty well. The defense hasn't been bad. Um, offensive line, they can step up a little bit, give Deshaun Watson time to make the throws. Deshaun Watson can get the ball off in time. They can get away with a win here, and I think yeah. they do. Yeah, and the Raiders' pass rush really hasn't been anything. I mean, that's kind of like one of the weaknesses I've been reading about their team right now, yes. that they haven't really been getting after the quarterback like they should. And when you're playing a guy like Deshaun Watson, you got to get after him. So I do think it's going to be a close one, though. Um, I'm taking 20. Yeah, I did. 20, I got 30, 21, but I could see this being kind of close until like late in the fourth quarter or something like that. Agreed. I'm taking them 28-24. Cleveland at New England. Uh, yeah, where is this? Um, yep. Patriots at home, favored by 10.5. Well, that's – I mean, you know, the Browns are getting a lot of respect right now. I'd you say just, so. You know, I'd, like, I'd say so. Uh, that might be, you know, that might be something I had to take this week on uh, my betting league, to be honest with you, right there. Um, it's the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots, until they're proven wrong and until they're battle-tested, the Browns have shown us really not much this year. So, yeah. I mean, I don't see Baker Mayfield and company going in to um, – Gillette Stadium and taking them down at all, to be honest with you. I'm giving them a little bit of respect. <laughs> Not really, but I got the Patriots winning this game pretty much just running away with it, 28-13. Yep. That's actually a little bit of respect. I would say so. Yeah, I have the Patriots winning it. We very similar scores. I have 35-14 Patriots right. getting the win. Um, I uh, uh, Matt and Robbie both taking New England as well. I don't see this being a close game at all. I, I see Baker Mayfield turning more turnover, making more turnovers and becoming more of what – I kind of thought he was going to be when he got drafted, and I thought he was going to be kind of like a disappointment for the Browns, just like I thought with Trubisky. And Talk then, about a sophomore slump. Uh, you know, of yeah. all sophomore slumps, man, this guy's having it's, one right it's, now. It's, and it's not going to be easy going in against a Belichick defense. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Green Bay, Kansas City, your headliner, 820. Unfortunately, no Mahomes. He will be out. Matt Moore is your starter with uh, Chad Henney injured. Um, what's the line? <laughs> Packers are favored by three on the road. I mean, I can't disagree with that spread right now. Without a Mahomes right now, and you got a Matt Moore starting, and you're talking about arguably the hottest team in football right yes. now. I don't know. I mean, yes. I'll be honest with you right now. Yeah, we have the 49ers and the Patriots undefeated, but I don't think anybody wants to play Aaron Rodgers and the Packers right now. The way things are clicking for them over there. No, they're they're on fire. It's it's not even. It's, it's gonna ridiculous. be. A, it's gonna be. Is that a night game, by the way? No. Yeah, eight twenty. It is. NBC. Yeah. So I mean, Arrowhead's gonna be live. It's gonna oh, be yeah. lit and all that, but. That does not phase Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's been there, done that plenty of times. I think the Chiefs might hang with him there for about a half or whatnot, but I just have the Packers winning this game 24-13. Yep, same score. 24-13, I have the Packers taking yeah. it too. I think it'll be close going, you know, just because it is that arrowhead. I that think it'll be a close it'll game. Be live and all that, is, of course. But then, yep. I but that the, doesn't, like we were just saying, that does not phase Aaron Rodgers at all. No, Aaron Rodgers eats that up. Too. Ask, ask uh, a lot of other teams. They'll tell you the same thing. He eats that up for breakfast. And probably what is the most disappointing Monday night football game of all time, we have Miami going to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Steelers at home in Iron City, favored by 14 and a half. They dominate. I got them winning 28 to 3. And I was I was going to do something like 40 to something, nothing. But Dolphins are, you know, one of those teams that players are playing for their jobs. I got a 28-3. Yeah, I um. 
And by the way, on the previous pick, everybody had Green Bay as well. I didn't mention that, but I thought it was pretty self-explanatory. Um, Matt and uh, Robbie also taking okay. Green Bay uh, for the Monday night game. They both took Pittsburgh. I'm taking Pittsburgh as well. But I do think the um, I think the Dolphins cover. I'm going to take 24-14. Okay. 24-14. Game, I mean, Pittsburgh wins. I mean, like like I was saying earlier, man. Like a lot of people don't realize this in the NFL. When you're a team that's tanking it right now, like players are actually playing for like exactly. Spots They're not happy about this. That, still. Yeah, jobs are open. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Picks for the week are done. Finish up the week with our locks before we do ours, Bobby. I'll go ahead and give Matt's and Robbie's. Matt standing at a five and two record with his locks. He's taking the Los Angeles Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals as his lock, as well as Robbie. Robbie owned one in his locks this year. He is taking the Los Angeles Rams in his lock. He also holds an eight and seven record in the one game he picked with us this earlier this season. Okay. Uh, Bobby, you hold a six and one record currently with your locks, sixty-seven and thirty-nine overall. You've picked Philly, Baltimore, Dallas. The L.A. Uh, Rams, New England, Seattle, and San Francisco. I'm going with the Lions this week on my lock against the Giants. I'm going with the Lions. Okay. Feeling confident with the Lions, huh? Uh, yeah, I am. I think they're going to have a bounce back game at home. They're tough over there at Ford Field. Um, <laughs> I'm never confident West. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, my locks, um, I hadn't taken them yet this year, so I went ahead and uh, locked them in. Minnesota over Washington Thursday night football. I just think Kirk Cousins is going to really put it to the Redskins. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, get that's done. one of those things that I should have thought about that. It's like pretty much take whoever's playing, the Dolphins, Redskins, or Bengals, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean. Is that kind of where we're at right now? At this, this point, part of the time of the yeah, season, it's starting so. to get crazy with, like, we can't pick a bunch of, we're running out of teams to pick. So. Right. I'm like, yeah, Minnesota's a lock for me. I mean, if I was looking at other games I, you know, that I've maybe already picked the other teams for, Seattle, I think they're a lock. Uh, Indy, I could see as a lock. Um, I mean, I'd even go as far as taking – this sounds a little outlandish, but I'll take Carolina in a lock. I like Carolina really in that game. Well, I'm trying to go like you that one time. What was it about three weeks ago when you took the Jags yeah, as a lock over that's uh, how I won. Denver? Denver, yeah. Denver? That's yeah. how I won the, lead, the, yeah, the survival yeah, yeah, challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, yep, that's why I'm going with the – yeah, for the Lions. We'll see. I like it. Good stuff. Well, it's about that time. We got to get out of here. Uh, we got a World Series to catch. But oh, yeah. yeah. For, for Bobby and Matt and Robbie who couldn't be here this week, I'm Wes. This is The Extra Point. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week.